Yes, sir. Annette, which um, uh, a book by Sparks, directed by Lewis Carrex, uh, opened the Cannes Film Festival. Carrex won uh, Best Director and they won uh, Best, I think they call it Best Composition or Best Music. An extremely strange and rather wonderful film. Adam Driver and Marion Cotillard are Henry and Anne. Henry is a very, very kind of cynical comedian whose act, The Ape of God, um, is basically embittered and, you know, kind of traces of Bill Hicks. Anne is an opera singer, beloved soprano, everyone's sweetheart. And so the media world is set ablaze when they start having a romance because it's kind of a Beauty and the Beast thing going on. You know, he's this beastly character and she's this beautiful, much-loved singer. And the, the, whole, the whole of the world can't quite believe that they've fallen in love in the way they have, but they have, and they sing about how much they love each other. Here's a clip. And yet we remain We love each other I have to say that song is a real earworm as is the opener um so may we start which really i mean it just it gets under your skin and you hear it a couple of times and you just keep playing it over and over again anyway they have a child annette little anne um who is portrayed on screen by a puppet and the puppetry is fantastic i mean i know it sounds like a kind of kooky idea but it's actually rather brilliant and Annette inherits her mother's singing voice following a tragedy. I don't want to give away too much of the plot. But the inheritance of her mother's voice also becomes like a, a reminder of Henry's darkest, guiltiest secret. Now, the thing is that when you describe and I mean, yes, there are things about it that are you know crazy and fanciful. And like I said, in the middle of this drama, you have a you have baby Annette singing star baby Annette who is played by you know marionette and this sounds like it could be terribly arch and terribly knowing and particularly because the film is shot through with that kind of humor that always underwrote sparks music which is that you know Ron and Russell Mail have a very wry sense of humor but the thing that really works for me about Annette and I've seen it a couple of times now is how heartfelt it is uh, Carrick has dedicated the film to his daughter who makes a brief appearance uh, as does he and it is, I think, at heart, a film about father-daughter relationships and <clears throat> about a world in which, a world which is kind of haunted by horror. Franju's Eyes Without Faces is, is kind of, you know, casts a long shadow, as it has done in characters' previous films, particularly Holy Motors, obviously. And the, for all the quirkiness and the strangeness and the weirdness, there is something of truth and beauty at the heart of it that makes it work. Because I think the thing is, <clears throat> you couldn't do a film like this if all it was was a kind of arch gag. 
And the thing that surprised me most is that there is a moment in the film in which essentially there is a scene of a puppet levitating above a vast crowd, singing its fairy tale lament, and I burst into tears. And it had caught me completely. No, no, I know. It, yes, I, I know that's the kind of thing Mark cries at a film. But what that means is that on an emotional level, the film really touched me. And, you know, you can make comparisons with, you know, it owes a debt to the rock operas of Ken Russell. So Ken Russell's Tommy, for example. In fact, there's there's a bit of it as well, which is not a million miles away from a key scene in, in Great Rock and Roll Swindle. And you can you can look to the you know, the, the obvious inspirations. I mean, I think that Carax has cited you know, King Vidor and uh, Umbrellas of Sherbrooke and a whole bunch of, you know, uh, of, of inspirations. But at the heart of it, if you don't believe in in the central, you know, baby Annette thing, the film doesn't work. So actually, the, the, the thing that's behind it all is Pinocchio. It's the, you know, wanting to be a real boy. Because Annette is, as far as I'm concerned, in the film a real girl, a real presence, a real beating heart. So I thought it was, I thought it was rather wonderful. I think it's not for everybody. And I think that if you have a, even the mildest aversion to the musical format, you know, things in which people can sing, you know, we love each other so much, we love each other so much, we love each other so much. I think you might bridle at it. And I also think that it's quite, it's a film which, you know, as always happens with musicals, it takes its time because songs take t take a time to play out. I remember talking to a director who was planning a musical and ended up dropping four of the songs because he just hadn't realised how much time they took up. But I thought it was really rather wonderful. And, you know, Carrick makes so few features and Sparks have tried for so long. You know, their collaborations with, with Tati, which didn't happen, and with Burton, which didn't happen. Of course, they made Roller Coaster. But then this comes along and you think, Okay, this could go one of two ways, and I've now seen it twice, and I am completely, completely set on it. It's strangely lovely and charming and funny and wry, yes, but never postmodern or sneery. And the tunes, as you would expect from Sparks, are absolutely earworm-tastic. 